sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. And I'm Fiona Bartholomew. Welcome to the 100th episode of Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Xbox exclusives could come to PS5, according to reports. Final Fantasy VII shows off new gameplay ahead of launch later this month. And Disney chucks 1.5 bill at Epic Games in a new partnership. Here's the news for Sunday 11th of February. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash discord. The gaming rumour mill is grinding away this week with a potential game-changing development. Exclusive Xbox games might soon break the platform barrier heading to PlayStation consoles. We have The Verge and Xbox Era reporting that Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, as well as Starfield, could be heading to PS5 and buy a GameStop ad referring to Game Pass as Microsoft Game Pass, which has imaginations running wild. Now, the speculation is off the leash with Halo, Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves being thrown into the mix as well. Hi-Fi Rush looks like the most certain with some data mined files found in an update pointing to both PlayStation and Switch, but we've yet to get an official announcement. Phil Spencer has announced though a business update event is set for sometime next week, which will hopefully clear the air. While there has been some attention on Xbox fanatics losing their minds uh, over the rumors, I for one welcome less console war antics and more accessibility for us lowly consumers is always a good thing, right? The wait for more info on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is over after a dedicated PlayStation state of play revealed gameplay, mechanics, cutscenes, and more. Fans got to see a new trailer showing more of the battle against Sephiroth and Reno, motorbike battles, the arrival of Zack Fair and Vincent Valentine, plus the gang hanging out at a resort. An in-depth look at the gameplay showed off the beautiful world, traversing mountains and city landscapes, sometimes even on segways, and the game will feature the original tracks from Final Fantasy VII, as well as over 400 new tracks. There are also a bunch of minigames too, including soccer, carnival shooting, and chocobo racing. Through investigations or essentially side quests, you'll get to explore more of the world and characters, but there's one in particular that's got fans excited as it turns Cloud and his friends back into their PS1 polygon looks. There was so much more revealed during the state of play, and the good news is you can already check out part of it. The demo for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is now available on PS5 before the game arrives on the 29th. In an unexpected announcement, Disney is joining forces with Epic Games to create a new entertainment universe where you can play, watch, create, and shop. As a user, you'll be able to engage with content, characters, and stories from across Disney IPs such as Marvel, Pixar, Avatar, and more. So it sounds very much like a metaverse of sorts. There are some big bucks involved too. The deal is worth $1.5 billion US dollars. There isn't much info on how it will work besides it being a persistent and interoperable ecosystem. It's not the first time Disney has teamed up with Epic though, previously letting characters appear in Fortnite, but both companies are saying this game and entertainment universe will mark Disney's biggest entry into the gaming industry. Finally, Fee, after a big drought, there is some news on our favourite topic, Elden Ring. A recent scoop from Reuters citing three inside sources claims that the 2022 hit might be making its way to our smartphones. 
Abhorrent megacorporation Tencent acquired the licensing rights for Elden Ring last year, and they're looking to cash in any way they can. According to the reports, bringing this vast world to mobile hasn't exactly been smooth, and turning this incredible game into a heavily monetized free-to-play experience like Genshin Impact is proving to be tough. To which I say, good. I hope the solar schools never figure it out. Helldivers 2, the third-person multiplayer shooter from Arrowhead and PlayStation Studios, has been Sony's biggest PC launch yet. The cross-platform game arrived on PS5 and PC at the same time, which is another first, and clocked up 81,000 concurrent players on Steam, beating God of War. It wasn't all smooth drop from an orbital pod onto a planet full of insectoid enemies. The first few hours were pretty bumpy, with matchmaking errors and a few hard crashes. That all seems to have smoothed out now, though, with a few quick server-side patches. Chris Gianni and Adam are teaming up at the moment, so keep an eye out for an episode of Drop Rate on the game in your podcast feeds soon. That's it for the big headlines. Here are the games coming out this week. Hunt ghosts and save communities of settlers from an ominous curse in Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden. Take on the role of an experienced spirit hunter caught between completing your task and saving your departed partner. Grab it on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on the 13th. Get ready for a new animated adventure game that takes you back to the 90s with Arzette, the Jewel of Faramore. Play as Princess Arzette in this 2D side-scroller as she tries to restore harmony to the land and take down evil along the way. Also out on the 14th is the highly anticipated Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered. Relive your favourite Tomb Raider moments, including all the expansions and secret levels, all in upgraded graphics. And the best thing is you can switch back to the original Polygon look at any time. That's out on Wednesday on PC, Switch, PlayStation and Xbox. And a game that has been in development purgatory for what feels like forever will be available on the 16th, Ubisoft's Pirate Adventure Skull and Bones. It's been delayed to Davy Jones' locker and back, and it's looking like it could be a lot of fun. If you enjoyed Black Flag or Sea of Thieves, this could be one to check out when it comes to PC and current-gen consoles this Friday. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Poletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomeus. Thank you so much for listening. It's been two years since we released the first episode of Walkthrough and bringing the show to you all every week has been an absolute joy. To everyone who has been here since the beginning, thank you for sticking with us. And for all of you who are just joining us, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Here's to another 100 episodes, V. Sifter is produced by myself, Carl Paletto, Courtney Borat, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang and Chris Button. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode and Gianni Di Giovanni is the Walkthrough script editor and Sifter's executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the Walkthrough theme tune and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcasts. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. See you then. Hey there, Gianni here. On the latest episode of Lightmap Sifter's interview podcast, Maddie Annabelle and Shaz Dio from Brisbane's Half Brick share the history of Fruit Ninja and the new version they've built for Apple Vision Pro. We're a company that's not afraid to fail, so we thankfully had a lot of support and were able to just keep trying things over and over and over again until it felt right. Our biggest kind of challenge was just trying to figure out how to truly make it feel like you are doing the slicing, getting it one for one, making it feel juicy and exciting 
we wanted to be able to pick up a fruit off the ground and slice it, throw it somewhere and have, you know, the juice and the splats appear everywhere. And it was just a lot of iterations and trial and error. You can get every episode of Lightmap for free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on YouTube, or head to our website, sifter.com.au.